Another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Banana Stan, Jiminy C. And today we're talking about conferences. Attend, skip, or do you just sneak in? Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com, the co-host of the Listen Money Matters personal finance podcast, Andrew Fiebert. What's up, man? How's business? Yo, good. I, uh... I had some chats with some of my affiliate managers, Ooh. people like, you know, Betterment Personal Capital, uh-huh. and uh, they gave me insights onto the type of people that are signing up, and so I went to Google Analytics. They're all Russian bots. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, it's really easy to get a bunch of Russian bots to contribute a dollar uh-huh. to... No, and, and so I went to Google Analytics under demographics and age. Uh. Age was a big thing, and I looked at where... Content people went to who are like fifty, oh. twenty five, made some changes a few weeks ago, and and uh, it is, it's been a stupidly profitable, easy change. Like, give me an example of, of what you did. Like, what changes so, you make? F- for example, um, personal capital tends to do best with people who are like forty five to fifty five. Interesting. That's that's actually shocking. Well, I mean, if I guess if you think about like. The, the suite of tools yeah. and the goals. It's either super nerds that are young, mm-hmm. um, or you know older people because I have great uh, retirement planning tools. Sure. But it only converts for me if when they create their account, it has they, they add in like a hundred thousand in assets. Like they link a hundred thousand, yeah. and that tends to be people who are older. Okay, okay, that's fair. So added it into literally two articles and added what income, in? personal capital. Oh, okay. Oh, just two like, articles that were that that tend to gear towards that age yeah. range. Interesting. It added about three k a month. No just, fucking way. Yeah. That is uh, that. That's good insight. That is that's a way to use data. Holy shit! Like, <laughs> I, I I can't do that right because I don't know well, what Amazon. So you don't have affiliate managers or individual companies on their per own. se. Yeah. But you know, I, I wonder if you looked into the type of people that well, I guess your audience actually is probably all very similar age range. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're all having yeah, having they a are. home with a pool probably selects right. to a certain It does. Yeah, forty to fifty too. But you know, something you could do is maybe look to see where the, the few biggest locations are and do some really location specific stuff. Yeah, that's true. Damn, that's pretty sweet. Mm. That's pretty sweet. I don't know. To be honest, like on my end of things, I don't like. I've been working on these video things. Um, this is something that like is not really. It's business related, but it's more about like the process. I'm like really. I've been trying this thing about speeding up my. I'm a home brewer, right? So I do, mm-hmm. and I, dude, I was like. We're talking about hobbies one episode, and I'm like, dude, you should homebrew so I could talk to you about homebrew because <laughs> I have no <laughs> one to talk to about this. But I spent the weekend, I so I homebrewed on Sunday, and but the, but on Saturday I spent the whole day in Apple Notes writing down my entire homebrewing process and finding ways that I could increase the speed by not buying anything. 
just it just changing the way I did things to increase like the, the order speed. of operations. Yeah, or... order the order of op- like I I wrote down like what I can't change because it's like okay, well I need to boil for sixty minutes. I need to mash for for sixty minutes. Those things like you can't change really, but things that I could change were like the way I drain the kettles and like I'm I don't want to get too nerdy, but my point was is that I I wrote these things down and then like went and bought you know i went to the store and bought certain things that would like actually help me speed up the process so one of the things i did uh was i i I brew outside but like i'll go outside and like get all my shit set up and then i'm like ah shit forgot the lighter to light the to light the burner Mm. go back in the house grab the lighter come back out it's like oh i forgot my thermometer go back in the house get the thermometer come back out and like even though it doesn't feel like it takes a long time it's like shaving like seconds off my day. So I bought this like, I'm so like that. I bought a toolbox and just Mm. like, like an open air, like just $14 box. And I just put all of my like little pieces in there and I just bring it out with me. And it's like all, everything's in there, in there. And I don't have to run it out in and out of the house each time. And, and I just wrote down all these little pieces and just like, because it's beginning to me to think about business and going like, well, how do I apply the same technique to, you know, making content or making a video or I don't know, like customer service or any, you know, like how do I shave off like, you know, in, 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 uh, inefficient inefficiencies in my business. And time is money. Time is money. Paying someone for it if you're not doing it yourself. Yeah. So that's uh, what's been going on. But listen, bef- I don't want to get, cause I could talk about the f- homebrewing in my process all day. Honestly, like I should start another podcast. That's all I talk about. But I'm not, and I'm instead I'm going to focus on this podcast, and this podcast episode specifically is sponsored by... Wait, what's your middle name? Banana Stand. Oh, oh that's right, Banana Stand, sorry. Yeah. There's always money in the <laughs> Banana Stand, baby. <laughs> I didn't want you to forget saying your middle no, name. I, no, I, I definitely kinda... do. I have to read it. I read it. Today's episode is sponsored by... Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out that's moneylab.co slash pro dude this is a contentious topic for the both of us i feel like we will make some bitter enemies as a result of this Mm. the question on everyone's mind is should you attend conferences or not no you think we you should not (laughs) No, no, I, I think it's more nuanced than that. Okay. I will, if, if it was just a flat no, I'd be like, let's not do it. Here's, here's <laughs> right, it's not a flat no, but here's what I will say. Uh, attending a single conference in my world has 
completely changed my life. Completely changed it. A single conference. A one single conference event. Was this recent? No. Oh, this is this is the one. This is the one where I met. You're saying the only one that you attended with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the only one I attended with. No, we no, we attended podcast movement before that. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and it wasn't even my first conference, but I met the love of my life at the at a single conference, and who happens, <laughs> and who happens to be, uh, and I did not pick. Uh, this on purpose, but now it's, it's very relevant. But she, her name is Stephanie Halligan, is the one who came up with my middle name this week. Via, that is on awesome. Twitter. I was like, <laughs> so, the only real way to get Matt's yeah, attention. The only way, tweet him. That's how we communicate via Twitter. At Matt Jevanisi, do the goddamn dishes. Yeah, please. Uh, so, you know, it's very hard for me to say a hard, I can't give a hard no, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I also can't give a hard yes. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to let that joke pass. Continue. <laughs> Look, I am the best male masturbator. We've already established that. I was like, what kind of hard things can you give us? <laughs> <laughs> this episode already just down the down the tube, man. So um, l- let me ask you, why do you think? Why did you give me a, a hard no in the beginning? What like what was like what's what's on your mind about like why you're like just no? I I feel like over the five whatever years of doing business things, yeah, most things that I thought were important and just most things that I have done have been a waste of time. And if I worked on I don't know being a better <laughs> male masturbator, <laughs> right. I might have. Been- Earn that title. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> At least I would have something to show for it. Right. <laughs> and so I, I feel like my time at conferences often is not uh, well used. Explain why you think that. Like why? Like what is it that you've? Give me. An, can you give me an example of something that you discovered that you should have been working on, but like a conference was the thing that you realized you shouldn't have been working on. Well, okay, so I don't know that it always works out so well like that. Yeah, like it's one to one. That's like hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure, but there have been many times that I've attended a conference, you know, and and the, attending the conference involves buying airfare. Yeah, often. Yeah, paying for an overpriced hotel. Yep, you're eating out every day. Yep, you're going to the bars. You're spending a ton of liquor. Um, and if you're like me, occasionally you will bring other people with you. Mm-hmm. Not, not my wife. My wife's coming anyways, but like on the team. And okay. so that you have to pay for the tickets. And so when I look at it, if say I spent, I don't know, three, $4,000 soup to nuts doing this conference, am I getting three to $4,000 in value mm-hmm. out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, even indirectly or say over a year. Um, and that is hard. Can you... Can you think of a time where you did get direct value from going to a conference? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, give me an example. Uh, I've I've signed uh, one time. I signed a, a fifteen thousand dollar ad deal as a result of attending a conference that you would not have signed unless you were there. It would not have happened. Okay, 
It, it literally had to do with so that, my terrible jokes and shit like okay, that. Okay, but that I, I believe that pay, that paid for it. That paid for that trip, though. But it, it, it right. did it give you long term value or just that one? It just paid for the trip. It it paid for the trip and then some a little bit. Okay. Um, I I I found uh the person who runs my Facebook page, uh this awesome woman Sarah actually at that same one. So it's like that was super useful. Okay. Uh, you know. I guess we went to podcast movement, had a lot of good conversations and stuff, but it, in the beginning, I felt like it was much more valuable to me. Than, when you were just getting started. Right. When I was like, oh my God, that is a great tactic. Yeah. Or, oh my God, Matt Givinisi's there. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, I remember you being like very overwhelmed uh, emotionally at, the first podcast moment because like it was inspirational. Like it was like you were getting like, and this is like you, you and I at that time were just getting started in podcasting. So like it was important. I, I, I think I cried at like the first three conferences I went to because people are like, and then like I was unhirable. Yeah. Like I was, you know, and I was just like, Oh my God, I I wanted that or I resonated with it. And I think that is the best conference trap like they need those people because that gets you back next year, mm-hmm. and like, tr- like these the heartstrings are pulled, and yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's great to get a good cry out, you know, sure. clears the the eye ducts yep. and stuff, the mm-hmm. ocular cavity. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Scientifically, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know that that was in and of itself valuable. It, it perhaps made me less stable. You know, because I'm like listening to all these people who've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. You know, and they're making all this money. And I'm not going to do that in a year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's kind of like hero worship. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that going to conferences, or at least I can just pick the ones that I've gone to. So I've gone to Podcast Movement. You and I have been to Podcast Movement. Mm-hmm. I've been to one of them, and then I unconferenced another. And I've gone to a bunch of FinCons, maybe three FinCons, and I and I don't. I actually went to a conference once. Uh, I went to a, a drowning prevention conference in Florida. That sounds riveting. It is. It was like the actually. It was like the first. No, it wasn't the first. It, uh, yeah, it might have been the first conference I ever spoke at. Mm. And it, I, it, it was the most depressing weekend ever because it's an entire conference filled with, you know, people who've had people, you know, they've had children or family members drown. So it's That's just, terrible. yeah, it's just really like, and I was doing a speech on how to use social media to raise awareness <laughs> for drowning prevention. And I, my, my argument was stop posting about people drowning and they yeah. all got mad at me. They're like, well, how are we supposed to get the word out? I'm like, well, no one's going to share a tweet about some kid drowning like that's not how it's not they're not going to share that they need to see like any social media spreads positivity spreads much faster than like that yeah you know um and and obviously do they boo you off the stage no but they came up to me afterwards and were like that's not really helpful i was like okay okay you know um but so that was not a good experience but i i've gone to others where uh you know i've for me the conference has always been 
I get to meet people and I get to hang out and I get to drink and I get to like party and it's they've always been incredibly fun. Uh, that that is true. There's, like the parties. I mean, I have never had a bad time yeah. at FinCon. I met Steph. We were in New Orleans. I'd never been in New Orleans. That that was awesome. Mm. Like that one specifically was. Yeah, that was a great end to end. The uh, just an amazing trip. Yeah, but and and obviously, and I, I think I cried. Yeah. So. All right, well there you go. Like <laughs> I and I definitely got value. It just wasn't in the form of business. You know, it was it was other intangible ways now that's the that's the part of it that makes it really hard to say like well is it worth spending four thousand dollars on traveling and eating out and doing all these things when you know maybe that money could be better spent on your business or it could be better spent with on, on a, like a true vacation you know it's it's hard to say because you know what to be honest like i don't really attend any of the talks and mm. that could be uh, at a fault of mine because I am kind of like I just don't do well in like <laughs> auditoriums and like I just <laughs> I need to talk personally so like sitting quietly for an hour listening to something that's not on television is very hard for me. Well, so I think the thing is a lot of the sessions mm-hmm. and across like different conferences I've been to aren't all that far from the vast majority of what you would read in that space. Yes. Like, like they're not going, like, I almost feel like they're not trying to break new ideas. They're, they're hitting the tried and true, you know, drum beats or whatever. Sure. And so if like you started a blog by week two, you were probably bombarded with creating an email list and 500 tactical strategies to something with your email list. So then when you go to a conference, every email list thing is a waste of time because you already know it all. Yeah. And there's, and yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, I guess in that case, you're right in that, you know, the value of going to the sessions and learning something is like, well, you could do that for free because most likely those people wrote about it. But I would argue that like some people, like especially at FinCon, you know, somebody might be giving a talk about a topic that they themselves have never discussed on their on their website because that's not what their website's about. You know, True. someone's website's about money and like being personal finance, like you, like your website's, you know, about personal finance. When do you really get a chance to talk about the business side of that besides this podcast? But like before that, like you would go to a conference and go like, this is how I built my business. And so there, mm-hmm. I would find that valuable and perhaps could get ideas from that but for some reason like i just find it incredibly difficult to sit in a room and learn when i'm trying to have fun it's like to me like you throw a big party and then you're like well yeah go go to school like go sit and go sit in that classroom (laughs) it's like i don't want to do that i want to go to the bar there are people like i remember at one fincon mr money mustache did a presentation and it actually wasn't what i maybe hoped it to be but i just really enjoyed hearing what he had to say as yeah. someone that I respected, you know. Um, and so, so there, there is that. Uh, and I also want to say that it is a good place to meet people, mm-hmm. but you perhaps have to prepare and have that as like an approach before you get there. Because I could have maybe met you or, or uh, uh, someone like you at an event like this. The, the thing is, when there's thousands of people, it's just hard. Yeah. I mean, look, unless you're so if you're sociable, if you're like an extrovert, conferences are awesome. They're super oh, fun. Oh, for sure. I I'm not. I, you are. Yeah. I'm not. And so I always like 
and the value I get out of them is like I get to talk to people about business at the bar and get like in-depth conversations and some of that stuff is memorable but usually I leave a conference and I'm like I gained one piece of valuable insight you know that's usually what I get from a from a conference I get one like I go home and I'm like I'm excited about one thing and I can do that thing most of it is inspiration porn and not to bring it back to dirty stuff but like you know it is it's just like build you up like get you pumped about this like sort of business stuff and not all conferences are like that but i think that there is value in that when you are first getting started and then that value starts to wane as you like are kind of in the thick of it and you start to get i guess a little jaded by things but i would say that i think it really depends on the conference because I can tell you that, like, I've been to, uh, I couldn't even tell you how many pool conferences, right? And they're, they're I would call them trade shows. They're trade shows because they're free mm. completely, but they have, like, um, educational tracks that you can take, like, sessions. But there's a big trade show floor, which most conferences have. And I've never once got any value out of going to any of those, ever, ever. Like, they've just always been a waste of time and money. Booth diving is very taxing. Yeah. And, and I'm an, again, I, and it was just like, and I was kind of alone. You know, I wasn't with anybody. Everyone there was older than me. I couldn't do it solo. If I didn't have someone to go with, yeah. I just wouldn't go. Uh, and, and, you know, recently, this past couple months, I was in Portland for Homebrew Con. And so, uh, I, totally as a hobbyist, everyone really who attends that is like, I would say a majority of them are hobbyists. Mm-hmm. And, I hear from like listening to like podcasts about it. Like it's so great. Like everyone looks forward to it. So I was like kind of pumped for it, but I also knew I was going alone. I didn't really know anybody. And it was really just like sad for me to go because like I, they were all older men and like really didn't like, I really didn't share like, I don't know. I just, I just felt really out of place Mm. and I, I attended two sessions that were like really base level um education and i i could have picked the wrong sessions to attend because obviously there's multiple sessions going on at once and it's like up to you to pick the right one to go into if you're interested i picked two sessions that were really boring and like the speakers were boring the the content was really thin and you got free beer you know free homebrew but like you know that's i was there to learn and i i really just felt like i didn't but I, you know, I walked a trade show floor, got to see a lot of cool, like, stuff to buy. But ultimately, like, I just, like, I maybe spent an hour total at the conference I spent $250 on. So, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> That's super depressing. It, uh, dude, I was not, I'm not and, going next year because I was like, unless I can, unless I can find two friends to go with. Because there's so much fun to be had. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to be a part of a membership to even get in. And then, like, there's this, they, they have, like, these nights. They have, like, beer fest nights. Like every Which night sounds the awesome. Yeah, if you're a if you're a home brewer and you like and you want to be my friend and you want to go and like, dude, I would probably have a fucking blast. But it's still like just not my crowd. It's because I'm I, my crowd what, is this. You know, I, f- I feel like we uh, we definitely covered the negative aspect. Yes. but even though I, I am not a conferencer mm-hmm. and I probably will go to some next year because I just should. Yeah. Um, there, there are some good times, yes. not just like fun, yes. but I, I remember like distinctly when we went to podcast movement, I felt like the first podcast movement was everything happened in this whiskey bar. It was like yes. 
at the center of where in the hotel. The, yeah, in the hotel mm-hmm. center of where everything was happening, and we met so many like. No one's important, but who I guess at the time I deemed very important, yeah. big people, and we had like awesome conversations with them. We got incredible insights from like one of the top people at Libsyn, mm-hmm. and so just overall, I, I think if you're able to network or, or put yourself in places where like. I guess I don't know that the sessions are as valuable as being in proximity to a lot of these people. Yeah, my my whole argument with conferences and and when I go to them, I don't go to the sessions. I sit at the bar. I sit at the bar and I just wait. And yeah. if I can, and if I can, you be, could work. I could work if I'm with somebody else. And I, and I, you know, a a great um, strategy I think is to make a friend online somehow or whatever, like or or even somebody you know. Who has a little bit? Who's who's been to the conference before and like knows some people and can just work you in, right? When I went to podcast movement, yeah. like I knew who the conference, the person putting on the conference was. You know, I had already pre knew a lot of people that were going, and so like I just hung around them, and then they attracted other people to our like little circle at the bar, and like that's how we met Rob, and that's how we met. You know, I met Nathaniel and 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 some other people. Like it's, it was you're right, but it all took place in that in that small bar in that small whiskey bar. Mm. And then we got invited, you know, like, Hey, you guys want to go to this like cool beer place? We're like, yeah, totally. Like we go there and there's a bunch of more people. And it's, I, and it's not even like most of the time you're not really talking about business in those atmospheres. You're just getting to know somebody personally. And perhaps like it allows you later in your, in your career or whatever to like email them and ask for favors or email them and ask for help or they email you and it's vice versa and or maybe they become a business partner i know a lot of people like met their business partner like at these conferences it's really not i don't think it's really i don't think the tangible value is you know insight or tactics or any of that shit i think Mm. it's like literally making a a, a friend who who share who is like-minded and you're right. You and I did not meet at a conference, but we met because of a, um, you know, a community of like-minded people, which is exactly what conferences are, right? Mm. It's like you go to a homebrewing conference; that's, they're all homebrewers. Like you, you know, everyone who is who does what you do is in the same building. And it's like, you know, I liken it a lot to. I, I've never been to AA, but I, I imagine it's similar in that. Like, I, I just remember a lot of conversations mm-hmm. with people at various stages in their business yeah, and whatever, good, or perhaps life things that were affecting business or business was affecting life things. Yeah. And being able to sit down and talk to someone who actually understands what you're doing, yeah, because who, yeah, who understands the language you speak. Yeah, like that's if you true. if you run like a blog. I don't know. There, there's like no one understands. Yeah, it just sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, like you're you're mulling like on your own. So so it's therapeutic in that way. I, and I will say, like you know, I, I definitely did. You can definitely do a conference wrong. You can do yeah. it wrong. I did the homebrewing conference wrong. I went alone. I went with. I didn't email a single person asking to meet up with them. I knew not a soul in the building. I was I was hoping that I was just going to go learn in sessions by myself and keep to myself, and that was the most isolating, depressing thing, especially for somebody who considers themselves an ex an extrovert. It was just 
you know, I'm not turned off by the conference at all. It's not the conference's fault. The conference put on, they put on was excellent. Like it was just, Mm. it was everything a home brewer could possibly want. But being alone and not having anyone to talk to and not get to geek out about my thing to anybody because I didn't, I was just alone. It'd be like going to, like if it was like you went to podcast movement by yourself and knew no one. Like, would you have been in that bar having the same no, conversations? And, you wouldn't. I, I, th- I think part of it is you're an extrovert, and so we went together. And I'm and a I big kind dude, of, and, like, I, yeah, I gra- I'm loud. You, you and, have, like, you take up space, yeah. not, not because you're big, but just your personality. Yeah. And so I met people through coming with you. If it was just me, I'm, like, the guy who would hug the wall. Yeah. You we, know? Ironically, I would be, too. Mm. I'm, not, you know, I'm not good at, like, new, like... I'm not good at like seeing a group of guys standing in a circle and me just kind of like shimmying between them and go like, "What are you guys talking about? I'm fun." Yeah, and it's we like, I, could you imagine like if me and you just went to a conference and some random person shimmied in? Like, we're not two people yeah. who just met at a conference. Like, it's just like, oh, it's kind of weird. It is a little but weird. I will say, uh, so at FinCon one year, I, I remember I was just like, I needed a break, and I just kind of like walked away because this all this stuff is very intense to me yeah and i went to uh the starbucks and there was this dude rob he, he runs the dough roller oh yeah but i didn't really know him or much about whatever and randomly I, he probably said something to me or because I'm, I'm just not a person to talk to yeah. other people yeah and uh i remember sitting down and having this whole chat with him of just like i was like so you mean you have a blog that makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year? And I was shocked. Yeah. I, I like just, and all of it was very, uh, where it's like, I learned a bunch of things, but from one person. And I think a lot of the conference things were just one-on-ones yeah. or small groups. Yeah. And the sessions felt very patronizing. So I guess the question then is, yeah, it's so hard because like, you that you brought up that four thousand dollar price tag, and that is like that is accurate. Like that can be because the hotel room for a couple days is like, and they're overpriced because they, there's a conference going on there. Sure, yeah. Uh, you know, if you don't speak, you have to pay for the ticket, which can sometimes be you know my the the homebrewing one I think was like two ninety seven, but I know some conferences, especially in the business space, are upwards of like eight hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, look, I make money, but I remember. People have been trying to get me to go to MicroConf, which is like a brewing. No, no, no. It's business. It's it's like a like independent entrepreneur conference, and it's mm. in Vegas. And it was in Vegas this year. I don't know if it's. I think it's in Vegas every year. And, and like people were like, it's so great. And I was like, yeah, let me. I'll consider it. Well, one, it's in Vegas, and I don't like Vegas personally. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. And I know I'm sorry I, for everyone who lives in Vegas I, or anyone. I mean, or everyone on the planet who loves Vegas. And I'm just the only like we're the only two people who are just like. N-. I, I grew up next to Atlantic City. I, I'm kind of like jaded from it because I used to go to Atlantic City all the time, and I'm not really a gambler. And you know, it's I don't know. It's just, I'm all about restaurants, and I live in New York, oh, and I have all these, and they have. So I'm great not going to go to Tao. In like Vegas, it's like over. Anyways, yeah. But so it was in Vegas, and then I saw the price tag, and I was like, I can't justify that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I and it's hard because it's like I know the value that I've gotten from other conferences, but I also didn't pay for those because I spoke at them, and you know, I just that they were in cool cities that I like or I wanted to visit, and you know, like like so, New Orleans. Here's the part that will make us hated. 
or I, I believe okay. because for, for me the the 90 plus percent of the value like that that huge ad deal that i made was because i was in the area yeah. and we actually went out to get food it wasn't at the conference right right it was just during and the most, conference most of the meaningful conversations have been bumping into old faces that I knew yeah. just from doing this for a while. Oh my God, you're so much taller than you <laughs> yeah, are when yeah, I chat with yeah. you online, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the, the restaurants in the hotels and the bars in the hotels and the coffee shops in the hotels are open to everybody. Yeah. The, the restaurants outside the hotels right. are open to everybody. The, the sessions are closed. Mm-hmm. And those those keynote speakers that will make you weep are closed. Yeah. Actually, you could probably just go in because there's so many people. No one's checking. Yep. So the only thing I guess that I feel that is of value are are the evening parties. I, I would agree. And often they peel off into other places. Yep. Or so if you have a friend there, you know they could text you whatever's happening. Yeah, and I have look. I and to put this in a caveat, like I know people who run conferences, and this is how they make their money. Um, That's what I'm saying. We'll be. Hated, I know. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Uh, and I, we mean this, I think, in the best way yeah, possible. Yeah, I do because because it, it's it's because it means the conferences are valuable. Um, They're connectors. That that's what the conference is about. Yes, I. The only like the only conference that I've I think I've ever paid for was the homebrew conference because mm. I again I knew nobody I wasn't speaking I was going by myself uh, but it was in Portland this year and I was I like, don't have any talent so I pay for everything yeah right that's fair uh, I can't sing and dance yeah and- that's true I did I did sing and dance and get free tickets <laughs> yeah uh, I but I do unconference. And I, I'm, the word unconference, right, is like I this is the whole sneak in right it's like sh- should you attend them pay for them. Should you skip them completely and not go to any of them or, you know, not go to most of them? Or should you go but unconference or sneak in? And I don't mean sneak in like do something illegal or try to take advantage of anybody. But I think I do a lot of unconferencing. And the mo- mm. I do it every – I've done an unconference every year for the last four years for WDS, which is the World Domination Summit. Every year uh, I have gone to Portland – during the dates of that conference. I don't go into the hotel where they're having the conference. I don't go anywhere near the sessions or speakers. I have a couple of friends who live in Portland who do this kind of work, and I just I get on the app, and I find out where the fucking after parties are. And I go mm. to those because those are free, and they're, and they're not you know sanctioned by – you don't need a ticket to go to those. I go to those. You bring a friend or two, or I bring Steph, you know, and – you meet people, and I've met, I've met fr- legit friends. Like I have made legit friends with people by just doing that. I've met, uh, like I have friends. Like, uh, like, look, we trust. Could, we trust yeah, that you've like, made I was friends. Just trying to name so some people. Friends. I can name a bunch. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to make. In, in a later episode, we'll update you on yeah. all. Of that. Yeah, but I, I have something for you. Okay. What about the booths? What about them? Yeah, exactly. What about them? I mean, yay, nay, like good. Well, what good. side of the booth am I on? In your in your question. Well, I would say as a visitor to a booth. Oh, worthless. Depend. Mm. Uh, no. Yeah, worthless. <laughs> I would say that it, would, it would depend on what you're doing. Uh, 
So if you are... I completely agree, because well, you're like one of hundreds of people they're talking to, he, and all that specialness, it's, it's not special. Well, okay, let's, 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 let's break this down, because I would say, like, I went to uh, the Homebrewers Conference, and it's like, cool, I get to see products I've never seen before, and I got free products. Like, I got free hops that mm. I, I was like, cool, you know, free grain. I get to, like, talk to the manufacturers. Like, Oh, yeah, we get, like, bags yeah. and pens. Well, no, and, no, I no. Mean, I mean, we go there to do a run first of the free shit. Well, look, I'm a homebrewer. Like, I'm a – if you're as a homebrewer, like, you shop, right? So, like, mm. it's basically a mall for homebrewers. It's, it's mm. so great. And if you're in business, like, if you go to a business conference, it's a mall for business tools and it supplies. Like, it's it can kind of be awesome if you're into that and you're, like, open to shop and look for stuff. If in our case you're going to I like my the trade shows I would go to for the pool industry, like I wasn't going to see like what was new on the market and like what the new products were. I was going to sell. Yeah. And that's also what everyone behind their booth is trying to do. So they're the last mm-hmm. thing they want is, is is somebody to come up to them and go, like, let me sell you something. You're like, wait a minute, that's what I'm doing. I paid for this booth to sell. Yeah, like, who, yeah. yeah get out of here. I'll talk to you later. Like, not no, not now. I would always try and get like podcast ad sponsors yeah. or build like any sort of relationship, and it just is it doesn't really work. No, but if you're in the like collecting swag and stuff, like it's it can be they can be fun to go to, you know, like they can literally be fun, but yeah. it's also kind of like at the end of the day, it's sort of you know, I guess empty. So there's an empty feeling, even at the brewing home brewing one. Like you kind of just like, oh, I just got sold to a bunch. You know, it's just like people are just like, can I t- can I talk to you about my new board chiller? And it's like uh, <laughs> everyone at a booth yeah. wants something from you, right? Exactly. So it's it's like going away like a like a bunch of carnival barkers and like walking down the boardwalk mm-hmm. and they're like, you want to play this game, this ring toss? Like, come on out, don't be a puss. Like, just do this. It's like, dude, that's constantly yelling at me to like come yeah. do your thing. It's it it can be a little. And look, you could get the free thing, but you may have to engage in a shitty 20-minute conversation yeah. without coming across like a douche. And I don't know what the other side of it looks like because I've never I've, – I've manned booths before in other industries. Same. But I, I don't think it's gotten us anywhere, I think. I, I, mm. I mean, yeah. People come for the free stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you collect business cards. It's a, it's a good place to collect business cards. That's what, you know, but – yeah, or to talk to somebody, you know, like I've I've gone to a pool conference where I, you know, uh, I did sell because somebody was like, oh, you know, they asked me about something and there was an the owner of the company and I was like, yeah, well, I was just over at the other booth talking. They're one of my sponsors. And she was like, what do you mean one of your sponsors? And I was like, oh, well, see uh, clear sponsors from university. She's like, I want to do that. And I was like, oh, OK. And we exchanged cards and I emailed her when I got home and she paid me money. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it, it can work, but it's they're, it's few and far between and it can get really like frustrating i think so you think if we go to uh the asana office and stand outside yeah. and they're like excuse me sir what are you doing and you're like well sorry i was just ahrefs is one of nah, our sponsors the, the, yeah well we're the, just the better like move, oh no <laughs> the better move would be to go to where asana is attending a conference and seeing if they're having a party if they're throwing an mm. after party or go where they're going you know and and, and just like attend the, and like talk to them at the party you know while they're not, when they're not selling, I thought you were going to say making deposits to a bank. What do you Go mean? There. Yeah, just do. It. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll sign up today. <laughs> uh, you said you were going to go to conferences this year. Next year. No, I meant next year. So which yeah. ones? So and why? Uh, I've been doing like uh, lately every other 
with FinCon. Mm-hmm. I think like I've been able to make it valuable and it's good to catch up with people. So I'll yeah. probably do that next year. Yep. Um, and it's just most of my affiliates are there mm-hmm. and it's good to like, you just know, put, meet face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm open to other things. You know, maybe I'd follow you to something that wasn't whatever. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have no like nothing in mind. I guess when I think conferences, I think like FinCon. Yeah. And like that week is like a month for me because I'm an introvert. So like right. I'm running on depleted constantly. You're so drained by the end of it. Yeah. I mean, it is for me too. It's the same. Like after a conference, I'm like, whoa, boy. Like I just can't mm. wait to go home and just like work, you know, like just be alone. Um, I get that. So I went to FinCon last year yeah. and people like we go to the booths and people know about us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are people who know Listen Money Matters. But we are not big or important. It's not like I have like raving fans, but we arrived there and I didn't even get both feet out of my Uber. And someone's like, oh my God, Andrew. And they started talking to me about something. It's a nice feeling. And, and I, I was immediately exhausted. <laughs> I want to <laughs> I wanted, like, go back to the airport yeah. and fly away. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I, uh, that's a good feeling, though, like to be recognized immediately. Oh, yeah. I reminded Laura of it like, Every day, the whole time we were there. Yeah, remember that guy? Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> do you man. know how important I yeah. am? <laughs> uh, so, what are we? Where are we going to land on this? Where are we going to land on this? Because I I'm feel like say, we're kind of like gray area the shit out of the, all this. So, if okay, so my decision tree is: if in doubt, no. Okay. Um, if important, like uh, you you don't have to go every year. Okay. Um, and uh taper your expectations like don't go there like i'm gonna go to fincon and i'm making you know a thousand dollars a month now but after that week million dollars a month or it's gonna change your life yeah in some way right or it's gonna change your life like nothing's really gonna change bring tissues but it might like it happened to me but it was not what i was going to that conference for Right. right. I mean, well, I was going to say, like, you weren't going there to cry. That was what I would use oh. tissues for. You were going there to practice. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't going there to meet women, you know? <laughs> right. So Practice your, your best. <laughs> Anyways. I get, I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. Way to tie it back. Way to tie it back. I tried so hard. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so that's where you... So you land... All right, I like that. I, I think... I would I would add like if you're excited about it, go. I don't want to like shit on it. If like you like are excited, like you go. said, you know, yeah, go. You'll yeah. probably. Lo- I mean, some people love them, like love them to the point where, you know, I know people who attend conferences just because they love the 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 euphoric feeling of like the inspiration, you know, engine. Oh, for sure, like, it, that is a real effect. Yeah, like, you will leave there high. Yes, that's on true. life. Um. I, you know, as a skeptical, pessimistic person, I, I don't tend to get that euphoria. Mm. Um, and I don't, I kind of like, I'll go into a conference and if there's like a lot of like, you know, rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, sort of like cheerleading, I kind of just am like, ugh, like I'm an eye roller at that sort of thing. And, and, yeah. um, so I, and that's just me. I'm just being like a pessimist and, you know. It's a cynic, uh, but yeah, there's there's definitely um, 
there's value in that because you could ride that high after the fact and really get, mm. get you know get some meaningful work accomplished. It is very motivating, super like, motivating. The flight home, I'm usually running a th- or typing a yeah. thousand miles an hour. Yeah, so it it can be good for that. Uh, I think if you're excited about going, you should go. Uh, you should go for the reasons that you want to go. I think for me, it's like I go because I want to see friends and I want to hang out with people. Um, mm. In that, and if I don't, you know, if I'm not speaking, I'll usually unconference those things because it is a lot of money to just hang out with, you know, a bunch of people. Um, yeah. Especially if you're not going to attend like the bulk of what the events, you know, what you're really paying for. Oh my God, Airbnb it. You don't need to be in the hotel. The no, right? In. Yeah, and I usually, yeah, I usually don't. So. Uh, but I, I mean, I, yeah, my, my reasons are going for friends. I go to like um, hang out with, you know, to meet new people, to hang out with, mostly hang out with like old people to just like reconnect, see what they're up to. Um, and, you know, just kind of like hear every, what everyone's up to and see maybe, maybe I get a couple of ideas here and there. Maybe I talk to somebody interesting or, you know, meet somebody new who could be, who could help me or just, or wants to help me or something. I don't know. Like I've met really cool people going to these conferences and who are like very powerful and, you know, have hung out with them in less conferency situations, which has been nice and actually made legit friendships from those. So, uh, speaking of powerful people, I met James Altrisher at a conference that's, and we had a whole conversation. That's good. And then he was like, email me here. And, and I did. Yeah. And then, um, he never replied. Oh, hmm. Oh, Sorry, that was a that was a bad one. <laughs> that was a bad, yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> but yeah, so I would I you know for me I'm like, it's 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 hard for me to get excited about going to conferences anymore. Um, not that I'm burned out on them, but I'm I'm like, I'd rather just go to like a cool city and hang out with people who are like minded. And I yeah, think and I, there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs and stuff there. Like you said, Portland. Yeah, I mean. Well, even if there's a conference going on, like, I mean, like, I love Portland. I'll go to Portland. You know, I try to go to Portland every year. Uh, It just so happens that it aligns with a conference when other, when my other friends from around the world all go to Portland as well. So it's like, I might as well match up. I don't pay for the conference itself, but I, you know, I am around those people, uh, which is, which is nice because I get a lot of the benefits that I like, which is, you know, I, I, I've met people in, I've met business people because I've go to an after party and they know somebody and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, like we, the, the first FinCon that I went to was in new Orleans and it was like, that was a cool new city. That's like a destination for a lot of people, um, that I thought was just awesome. And obviously that, that particular conference changed my life. And, uh, but you know, sometimes conferences happen in, uh, like next year, homebrew con is in Rhode Island. And, uh, I'll be honest, I don't really feel like going to Rhode Island, you know? Mm. So uh, you know, I, it's like, am I going to spend a couple thousand dollars to go to a conference in a city that I don't really know anything about or have no desire to go to and have no friends at? And, you know, it's like, probably not, you know, but if, but if homebrew con ends up in Denver, which I live near, I'm going. Oh, that'd be an easy that'd one. Be an easy like if one. it was in New York, anything. If I'd it was in, there. yeah, if it was in San Francisco, I love San Francisco. I would go, or not San Francisco, uh, San Diego, I would go there. Maybe even San Francisco, who knows? So I, I think it's, you know, there's a lot of factors and I think it depends on what you want to do as a person. But that's, I, I honestly, like next year I plan on, uh, I don't have any plans to attend any conferences. And part of the other reason for that is I don't like traveling that much. So that kind of hinders it. But 
I don't want to be. I don't want to sound depressing because it's not. But I think if you are, the earlier you are, it's it's definitely, it's definitely helpful. It's more useful in the beginning of the yeah. journey. Yeah, for sure. And then after that, it's maintenance. You know, it's like just hanging out with people and you know parties yeah. and stuff, which is fun. Which is fun. Not to say anything wrong about that. So, um, I want to thank uh, my lovely girlfriend who I met at the conference in new orleans the fincon conference steph halligan for my middle name this week banana stan which is also uh, a name of a beer that i'm working on and the name of our wi-fi network (laughs) and if you know anything about the reference then you will guess our password immediately if you have any questions you'd like us to talk about on this show please email me because we'd love to hear from you Matt at MoneyLab.co. Let us know what you want us to talk about. We will be happy to. We're going to do some questions from you guys uh, later on this month. Also, feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion while you send me questions or suggestions. I'm open to trying new ones out. And if you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Player FM, wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And if you don't mind, please leave a review. That would be... Uh, fantastic i feel like you want to say something you're looking at me like you want to say something no no i'm just i'm reveling at your ability to do host duties oh is it good yeah it is good (sighs) now i'm gonna fuck the rest of it up (laughs) (laughs) the pressure and if you really hold on if you if you by the way uh one of the best things on the list is best eye candy so i i gotta watch you close it out with my nice hawaiian shirt on today Keyword difficulty one, 3,400. Not bad. Search Not volume. a bad. Yeah. Best eye candy, baby. If you really like this show, tell your friends about it, please. Point them to your favorite episode, and hopefully they'll become a uh, subscriber. That would be great. Mm. Love them subscribers. Actually, you know, one of the things I wanted to do on this podcast when I first started was to, and you know what? I haven't done this in a while, so let me do it. We have some time left in this episode, uh, according to my uh, we don't really keep track of the time too much, but uh, <laughs> if there's anyone left to start your closing sequence. Yeah, I know. Well, here's the deal. I use uh, a podcast hosting company called Transistor dot FM. Uh, Justin Jackson owns the company. He's a co-owner. He's been on the show before, and he will be on it again to talk about solopreneurship. And I love this. It's such an easy uh, app to use. And one of the things that I wanted to do early on this show is to actually give insight to this show. So kind of do like a meta uh, a meta mm-hmm. sort of insight, right? Um, so on September 10th, we launched an episode. I don't remember. Oh, it was called Don't Listen to This Episode. And it was about uh-huh. hero worship. It's like, don't push the red button. Yeah. And according to the uh, analytics in Transistor, that on that first day got 555 downloads. And then the next day got 121 downloads. And so if you look at their analytics, they actually, one of the, one of the few podcasting hosting companies that actually has estimated subscriber count is as one mm-hmm. of their metrics, 515. That's awesome. Yes. It has been on the up. We have been growing. We are, you know, obviously you're listening to this. We're in the podcast blitz, but I mean, as I say this, we're still in September. So, yeah, things have been growing for sure. And in a few days, we'll hopefully be, you know, 
introducing it to Listen Money Matters audience. Yeah, so give a nice little maybe bump. we can get the number up to like 525. That'd be nice. Another, <laughs> another 10 subscribers. That'd be great. That's right. Yeah. So uh, I was, you know, part of what I wanted to do on this show was like to give sort of like, hey, this and last week's episode got this many downloads. But since we don't record, you know, week to week, it, it makes it really hard to uh, give those accurate downloads. But maybe you could do monthly wrap ups or yeah, something like at I the could. end of every month or at the beginning. You talk about the last month. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Uh, so I can tell you that in August of 2018, we got 3,641 downloads. So, uh, growing for sure. Uh, we still have a long ways to go, but you know, as always with the uh, Money Lab, honesty and transparency, and almost brutally honest and uh, maybe to a fault transparent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's how that's how I like to roll. You should know you should know all because you know there. I don't have a secret. <laughs> I don't have any secrets to what I do. You know, just put it all on the yeah. table. I like that. Anyway, uh, so uh, that's it, man. Thanks for thanks for doing this. And ho- I mean, hopefully, we we got so- you got some insight from this because I feel like it's a great it's such a gray area for us as entrepreneurs. And we've you know I think it changes honestly. Like in this, I think every well, year you go with such high expectations, and I feel like yeah. in the beginning, I feel like it was met. You know, oh, fuck but yeah, uh, fuck yeah. It's hard to meet that level of expectation. I, you know, consistently. That's a good point. Like, if you like, just get your mind blown the first conference, and you expect the next one to also get your mind blown, and it's like, and you don't, it can really start to, like, it's like, oh well, yeah, oh, not as good as last year, and then like, yeah, <laughs> so then it's yeah, it gets harder and harder. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say that it's just it's such a just a. I would say if you've never been to a conference, fucking go to a conference. That's for damn sure. And be excited yeah. about it and attend. And if you're into that kind of thing, like traveling, I mean, and, and meeting people, yeah. But as far as it like moving the needle on our individual businesses, hard to measure. Just hard to measure yeah. because, you know, there might be value in like our connections and in our, in our partnerships and our uh, motivation um, you know, high that we get, but it's hard to measure, hard to attribute, you know, attending one conference as like, oh yeah, that conference, like I can point to and say completely changed my business. And that is just anecdotal, by the way. Yeah. You know, anyway, thanks dude. Thanks for uh, talking about this with me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Dude. Right, man. Thanks for listening everybody. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>